0: Just a spoonful of sugar. Helps of medicine gold. Woo, it is I Andrew, and we have started another Superman episode. Indeed, it has happened. (laughs) Taking a break from Batman for this week. So, you know me. Ben L is here.
1: Yes. Hello, my son. It is I, (laughs) your father. (laughs) We'll make you an offer, you can't refuse. (laughs) And
0: Steve Eunice from Superman homepage. Hey, guys. How you doing?
1: (laughs) Doing great. It's an honor to have you here. Uh, Thank
2: you very much. It's a pleasure.
0: It is a pleasure, indeed. So, thanks for coming on, Steve. And so this week, we have Steve here because the topic is Superman, Hidden Gems, Comics. Okay? So, we're going to do, like, a kind of a top five, starting from our number five to our number one. Okay? So, we're going to go pretty much right into it if you don't mind and uh yeah here we go oop i pressed remove let's try it again all right here we go so there's mini steve right there <laughs> <laughs> Great picture all right. Guys chosen. <laughs> Yeah. oh man that was that was our friend dan that set that up it's pretty it's pretty good i think all right oh yeah i wanted to say in the beginning so you know, when I first got into Superman, I looked on Reddit. As you, you are you a moderator on that, Steve, by any chance?
2: Yeah, I do uh, get into a bit of Reddit every now and then.
0: Okay, but you're not a moderator of this. Uh, not of this, this one, page. No. Okay, no. not of this one. All right, so yeah, on the side page on old Reddit, it was easier to see. I think. I, well, this looks like new Reddit anyway. But anyway, they have like the top runs and all that. And you mm. know, we all know, we all know Birthright. We all know All Star. We all know Red Sun you know for all seasons all that kind of stuff so and like i did a youtube search There's like really no video talking about this superman hidden gems comics so um yeah i thought it would be good for us to go over that so yeah let's get it started so um yeah here we go uh this is uh your homepage, by the way mm-hmm. uh for let's superman homepage. if everybody people yeah. go check that out please
1: yes yeah every Superman uh, fan should be following I think I've been since 2001 I think since Smallville came out because cool. I remember Very the reviews cool. yeah that. we've been
2: we've been online since uh late 1994. so Whoa. uh yeah we've <laughs> been around for 25 plus years and uh going strong you, this
0: page has been up since 94. mm-hmm In one form or another
2: yeah it started by a, an American guy Andrew Gould uh Sadly, passed away in uh, late '96. And before he oh, passed dear. away, I took over uh, running the website. So uh, since 1996, I've been growing it and building it. And it's you know, it was a home page. It was pretty much just that a home page. That's how it started the internet back in that time of uh, of the internet really couldn't hold much more than a few you know text pages. It wasn't really anything graphic. And um, yeah, since then, I've just built it up to the thousands and thousands of pages that it contains now
1: mm-hmm
0: man that's awesome oh, man. I didn't I didn't know it was quite that old like that's 94 man like most Americans got the internet probably around 97 or so mm. so yeah and that no was really on the, the g-
1: homepage for Superman then. <laughs> yeah it's there from the beginning
0: we've called in the experts mm-hmm all right so starting it off this was your number five pick I think Steve mm-hmm, that's right So what we have here for uh, number five, uh, starting it off, is um, Superman Adventures. Can you tell us a little bit about this?
2: Yeah, well, obviously it was inspired by Superman the Animated Series um, and took the art and um, designs of the characters from that uh, beloved animated series and continued on the stories. uh, Initially written by and drawn by the same people who were involved in the animated series. So it kind of was an expansion of what we saw on our TV screens.
0: That's awesome, and you feel like not many people talk about this enough. basically. Well,
2: probably not a lot of people actually knew that it exists, or know now that it existed. I mean, Superman the animated series, as I said, is such a beloved um, version of the character, along with the you know the Batman animated series that predated it. And um, so, for fans who are you know really inspired by that animated version, there is a comic book out there that you might not know about that continues on those stories and. Introduces other characters that didn't appear in the animated series, like General Zod, for instance.
1: Mm. Oh,
0: nice! That's cool. Yeah. All right, I love yeah. these
1: tie-in comics. You know, I've read yeah, a bunch cool. for, for Batman stuff, but it's sometimes you find like, you know, just ties to the the thing. But your your own gems of episodes. You're just like, man, I wish like this is great as a comic, but I wish they also adapted this.
2: Mm. Right. And for the yeah. first uh, initial run of this, Scott mcleod was the was the writer, um, but then in the later editions. Uh, Mark Miller, who you know went on oh. to bigger and better things, mm-hmm. wrote quite a few uh, issues of Superman Adventures. And a lot of those stories are ap- absolutely spectacular. So uh, if you want to see Mark Miller taking on Superman, we know that in the movie world, he tried to um, get on board and adapt his ideas for a film, but never came to fruition. He pitched Warner Brothers. But if you want to see what he would do with Superman from the animated series, uh, this is uh, the book to pick up. Mm. That's
0: awesome. nice. We have a little bit of extra info here, just for uh a supplemental. Uh, Superman Adventures was an ongoing comic book series published from not- November of ninety six to April of two thousand and two. The series was based on the continent, like you just said, continuity of ninety six Superman the animated series. Stories from the series share the same continuity with that of adventures in the d c universe Batman Adventures and Justice League Adventures. It also shared continuity with the Batman Beyond comic book adaptation, albeit. In a future timeline, so mm-hmm. there's that.
1: Yep, and I have uh, no idea what even... that cover was because oh, nice, uh, it was uh, Superman getting training from John Zatara. I was like, eh, I got to check that out.
0: Nice. Uh, and then I'm not going to read this whole thing, but uh, you know, some people will comment uh, replying to Mark Mark Miller. Uh, Your run on Superman Adventures was some of the best Superman comics in the last 20 years or so. Really great stuff. Thanks for giving us a great comic.
2: Mm-hmm. Some people agree. Uh,
0: yeah, that's awesome. I actually have not read this yet, but I'm going to after, after we uh, finish this episode.
2: <laughs> so. And the great thing about it is because it's based on the animated series, it kind of stands alone as adventures that you can read without having to know too much of Superman's backstory, which with a character that's been around for 80-plus years, some people find that a bit daunting. Like, where do I start? How do I get into Superman comics? Mm-hmm. Well, this is, this is a, a book that you could pick up.
0: This is a good starter. That's mm-hmm. interesting all right yeah i guess it would be kind of an easier read since it's probably skews a bit a little a little younger Mm -hmm. yeah okay cool all right so my first pick oh wait i still have a little bit more here uh well yeah they said the stories are simple but interesting and so on i'll let uh people for the visual uh, for, for on youtube to uh see this i'm gonna skip past that so uh my number five is this uh I guess it was a one shot. I didn't read all of Hitman it. I just read this comic because it had Superman in it. Mm-hmm. And uh it's a it's a Hitman comic. I think it even won an Eisner. It's Hitman 34, I think from the original run. It's entitled Super Friends. And when I read this, I read it like um uh Zach's uh <laughs> Zach's, his Bippo um, voice. Yeah, kind of his Bippo voice, like, <laughs> I don't know nothing, Superman, you know, like that kind of thing. Like they kind of write his dialogue like that. Maybe he always talks like that. I just don't I'm sorry, internet. I don't know too much about Hitman actually. I know he was kind of big in the 90s, but you know. Yeah. So um Tommy Monahan is sitting atop a roof reading a magazine about Superman. When Superman lands on the rooftop, Tommy stares open-mouthed. Superman apologizes for intruding and introduces himself. Superman tells Tommy that something went wrong for him tonight and that he failed. And basically, the whole comic is like their conversation, and like uh, Hitman is saying, like, even though you messed up, you're still Superman. You're, you're America, like that kind of thing.
2: <laughs> and have you ever read this, Steve? No, that's a new one for me. To I haven't seen that. I didn't obviously. I'm not a Hitman fan. I've never picked up that one. Uh so uh yeah that's that is a hidden gem.
0: It's pretty cool. I mean, yeah, I I liked it. Do you know anything about this one, Ben?
1: I only know Tommy Monahan from like a couple of Batman crossovers, but this does seem like a funny combination here. Yeah,
0: there's like no action, I don't think. I don't remember there being anything. It's just it's just the whole issue is a one shot of them talking and it's just kind of it's an unlikely pairing. Mm-hmm. That's Ooh. really what it boils down to. You wouldn't expect some like a dark character like Hitman to be kind of like a huge fan of Superman. And it's Garth Ennis, right? Garth Ennis yeah. doesn't really like superheroes generally, and this Superman's the most superhero mm-hmm. of all the superheroes. So it's kind of it just it's interesting, you know. So
1: yeah, yeah, it reminds me on the Marvel side of how Punisher is a fan of Captain America. You know, <laughs> just like you <laughs> yes, wouldn't really expect yes. it, but it kind of makes sense.
0: That's a so I'm sort of Patriot patriotism with Punisher probably, but yeah, mm-hmm. but this, yeah, I don't know. It's just, that's how he wrote it and it, it works. It does work. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess Ennis said to Tommy, a Superman is the ultimate American. The one concept which will turn our boy just a little bit sentimental to me. Again, writing the way I think the character would be Superman should be like Jesus, <laughs> but constantly <laughs> let down by humanity and never giving up on them so and yeah in this uh panel it says uh, everything that's great about this country yeah
2: (laughs) and don't even and don't even and you don't even know it
0: so yeah it's
2: not the first time that superman has been uh had that correlation between him and jesus or uh or moses of course Uh, yeah it's an ongoing ongoing theme i don't know how you
0: feel about this steve but i personally like it i'd i think it stays more to it's more true when it's closer to Moses just because the two, you know, Simon, uh, Schuster and Siegel were, uh, were both Jewish. Right. Mm. So I don't know it. And, uh, and all that. So I don't yeah, know. Well, I it's
2: definitely just... see this. I mean, there's combinations of, of the character in both stories, you know, um, you know, Moses put in the basket, sent downstream, Superman yes. put in a rocket, sent down, you know, through space. Um, and then later on in life, you look at Superman as, as very much a Christ-like figure. Um, uh, even some of the things that Jor-El says in the movies of late, like, now i sent you my only son to show them the way, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. So, yeah, I can see it. I see it in both. It's like
0: in recent years, Superman has crossed over into his own New Testament. Yeah, very
1: much so. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> he did have his death and resurrection, so. Yes,
2: indeed. That's
0: all the time, right? Yeah, it happens <laughs> all the time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh yeah, Hitman number 34 is a real hidden gem because you wouldn't think a comic about a professional contract killer would be the place for a genuinely good Superman story, but boy is it. The issue won an Eisner award for best single issue and later spawned the two-part JOL, JLA Hitman story, which is good too but not as good. These are comments for Reddit by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the basic setup is that one night Tommy Monahan, the namesake Hitman, On a rooftop when Superman happens to land, Superman is feeling down about a tragedy he wasn't able to prevent, and Tommy gives him a pick me up about how important Superman is to the world. Highly recommended. Already went over a lot of that, so yeah, there's that. Moving on from that one, let's go past this actually. So, your number four pick, Steve.
2: Yep, Superman Up in the Sky. Uh, Now, these books were um, originally published in uh exclusive books that were available in Walmart stores uh there in the US and then were later collected in digital chapters and then in a um print trade paperback kind of uh collection. And uh they yeah are a pretty awesome read. Um you got Tom King writing the the stories they're little standalone kind of short stories, multiple stories in, in uh in individual issues and uh are really probably not that hidden because they're pretty uh, recent publications but um yeah, fans might not know about them if they weren't aware of the walmart publications
0: okay and there was no way you got do you ha- do you not, do you even have walmart in uh no, australia we don't have okay. walmart in australia and um <laughs> okay, so it good. wasn't if it wasn't
2: for the digital releases of these chapters uh mm-hmm. which i'm now these days reading all my comic books digitally um it would have been a pretty difficult uh purchase
0: okay cool so this one the basic uh, outline is a young girl named alice is kidnapped by aliens i already like it and superman <laughs> yeah. is determined to find her somewhere up in the sky the man of steel goes to incredible lengths in search of alice taking on plenty of challenges along the way including boxing against mito preventing a space missile attack and fighting alongside sergeant rock during world war II while he is away he worries about the people of metropolis as well as the love of his life lois lane while on the quest to save alice superman can't help but grapple with an important philosophical question is he doing the right thing by saving one person instead of focusing on saving thousands this does sound pretty good mm-hmm.
2: yeah tom king is you know renowned for doing these kind of philosophical type of stories usually a little bit darker than most people's uh you Know, would like with Superman or Supergirl, um, but uh, these, yeah, are, are very well written. Uh, they're kind of very self contained stories, so there's no real continuity behind them, they can fit in anywhere in the Superman mythos, and uh, you you know, you would enjoy them. So, uh, they are collected in six uh issues in a limited uh series, um, reprinting those stories, as I said, that were originally published in the Walmart uh, Superman Giants. Uh, so yeah, it's. They're, they're really good, int- intriguing stories that you might not normally get in Superman comic books because they kind of tackle some pretty heavy-weighted issues.
0: Do you like it whenever Superman kind of goes deep, basically? Is that one of the things that draws you to Superman?
2: Yeah, I think so. I mean, obviously, the character is renowned for all these powers and abilities. And so a lot of the stories that we read from time to time can be pretty superficial and just concentrate on the, on the superpowers. But I like the stories that delve into Superman's morals and ethics because for me, that's what's always drawn me to Superman is he does the right thing because it's the right thing to do. And so for me, looking into the stories about his ideals um, are more in- interesting than just stories that show what he can do.
0: Okay, so you're, are you less of a fan of like the Silver Age kind of stuff whenever it's like uh, silly to the
2: max? No, I mean, there's a, there's, a, there's a time and place for those kind of stories because we can't always be deep and dark. And not that I want deep and dark stories about Superman. I just want stories that are probably because of my age now a little bit more mature, um, uh-huh. you know, where there are obviously, you know, stories where you just want to have fun with the characters. I mean, one of my favourite Superman villains is Mr. Mixie's Pitalik. So mm-hmm. you cannot have deep and dark stories with uh, with a, an imp from the fifth dimension. So um, it's all, there's a time and place for all the fun lighthearted stories but uh for me what i'm drawn to superman is i'm i want to be inspired by him i don't necessarily want to relate to him so i like the stories where there is an inspirational element to them
0: yeah i I feel the same way i mean it's i feel like comic books sort of work best whenever their mythology whenever Mm -hmm. there's something deep and philosophical about them i love you know, I, I even loved it when you know there's a lot of philosophical themes. At least they he tries to be as deep as he can in the in the Nolan trilogy for Batman too. You know, mm-hmm. so um, yeah, I think that it it works best that way. And Superman being like as 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 big as he is, as big as the as like kind of not grounded <clears throat> and and more mythological. It's kind mm. of more. Uh, more fertile for that kind of uh, subject matter, I guess.
1: Sure.
0: So yeah. All right. So this is uh, we uh, Tom King is apparently really proud of this book. I do want to read this. I have not read this yet. I'm I haven't. I don't think I've read any of your picks, actually, Steve. I'm just get well, out of the way. I'm going to. Yeah, they're definitely <laughs> hidden. Have you read this one, Ben?
1: Uh, not this one. I'm interested in the uh, Tom King connection since obviously I've read some of his uh, Batman stuff as well as the sort of like ethical dilemma that he's facing mm-hmm. with that I think I think it is good in good doses. I, I don't know if I need that in every story. I remember you were mentioning somebody's video game concept was... About like dealing with the aftermath of who you couldn't save, and I'm just like, if I'm playing a video game, I'm a Superman. I don't want to be dealing with that. I want to be flying and, and doing all all the superpowers. I don't want to deal with that. But there's a time and place for yeah. certain things and certain doses. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's interesting, but if you go too dark with it, where he's just like you know brooding over the thousands yeah. he couldn't save and something, it's, I'm just I, I don't need that in my Superman yeah, stories. Then it's the
0: Superman Returns kind of stuff again, where it's like he's just flying around moping. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> yeah it's hard to uh get the right i don't know it's hard for superman to please everybody it seems Mm -hmm. like you know tom king currently is doing the like the top run right now or like the the non-hidden gems run right now at dc or no for superman yeah i feel like i see his tweets a lot but maybe i'm thinking of
2: somebody else i don't think he's on no, superman on right superman? Now. no he recently wrote the supergirl the woman of tomorrow limited oh, series yeah. mm-hmm. which has been uh, nominated for an eisner award oh wow but um yeah i wasn't that impressed with that
0: run okay hmm. superman was better yes <laughs> okay all right cool so that was superman up in the sky that was your number four and we have some quotes here. But, uh, yeah, one of them is uh, low-key, one of the best Superman stories of the past decade, among other comments from Reddit. So, yeah, this one definitely has its fans, despite how hidden or not hidden it might be. Mm-hmm. I'd never heard of it. Next one, Superman Kryptonite. So I did, uh-huh. some, I did some digging uh, on Reddit and asking around, and uh, this was kind of the number one hidden gem. As far as the had the most upvotes, it seemed like. So, and this is not the search for Kryptonite. That one's a little bit less hidden, especially mm-hmm. since Henry Cavill himself says he liked that run. This is Superman Kryptonite by Darwin Cook and Tim Sale. Okay, and and uh, this one, Clark Kent, Lois Lane, and Jimmy Olsen are tasked to investigate Anthony Gallo, a powerful local mobster. Just as Superman begins to realize that his strength may have limits. As Lois begins a dangerous game of flirtation with Gallo, Clark's investigations bring him into contact with his most deadly adversary.
2: Have you read this one, Steve? I have, it's uh, not one that, um, I mean, I love the artwork. You cannot go wrong with Tim Sale artwork. He's just a phenomenal artist. But um, yeah, it kind of not one that resonate resonated with me that much. It was a great read at the time, but hasn't really stuck with me since reading it. Um, yeah, just kind of looking at the artwork now and reading that uh, that description, it kind of starts to come back to me, but it's not one that necessarily uh, yeah, stuck with me after reading it.
0: Okay. Yeah, this one's pretty cool because it's Superman finding out about kryptonite for the first time. Yeah. Mm. And he's kind of wrestling with like, he, he knows he's, he feels kind of invincible a lot of the time, like so far, but he's also, I guess you could say smart enough to realize that he's probably not completely invincible Mm -hmm. and he's kind of worried that something might come along and it inevitably does too. Right. Uh, and so, and there's a great scene with Pa Kent too and Ma Kent, they're talking about it and they, he, it's like in the first issue or two of this and paul kent just walks outside because he they're they're in the they're in the house and he just walks outside because he, he doesn't want to deal with the conversation anymore or something like that anyway i thought it was a really good scene um yeah this was a pretty pretty cool one um this guy uh, jacob Ed, edgar said uh, give me an underrated or under discussed comic art you really love When marvel Let's see i'll start superman kryptonite by darwin cook and tim sale uh and uh another person said i bought this story as it was released in singles oh my god issue 11 couldn't have taken any longer i love this story and i considered <laughs> an unofficial sequel to lobe sales superman for all seasons i yeah. mean the artwork is kind of similar so
1: yeah because of sales art or because so, yeah. of it's other cool. things like are there other themes from superman the for all seasons? okay probably yeah i can see that
0: do you remember that at all steve i don't
2: which really one, should, should man for All Seasons?
0: Yeah, are, are they, are there any kind of, is it kind of related? Um,
2: well, I think of know, course the Tim Sales uh, artwork that they-, or they Plot-wise yeah. or anything? No, other than the, the artwork, I don't think there is really any thematic okay. effect, um, yeah. comparisons, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. Okay. All
0: right. All right, so moving forward, your pick. So this would be your number three, right?
2: That'd be right. It's right in the middle there of my top five of these Mm. hidden gems. Uh, This was uh, obviously with Mr. Mixius Pitalik, as I mentioned before, being one of my favorites. Uh, The Joker here in Superman uh, Emperor Joker um, tricks Mixius Pitalik into, I guess, transferring some of his powers to the Joker. And the Joker then goes about reforming reality to uh, his crazy way of thinking. And Shenanigans ensue. Um, <laughs> it's it's a crazy story. Um, I remember at the time this one comes brings back a lot of memories for me because at the time nobody knew who the person was behind this story, who the villain was, and they had released the image online, but the the cover was masked out, so you couldn't the mm-hmm. the the main um, character was just black, and somebody at DC accidentally posted the real finished version and within half a second i'd taken it down but in that half a second i'd actually grabbed (laughs) the image and was like having this dilemma about what do i do do i reveal it do i get in trouble with dc you know it's a scoop here but how much you know do i get the slap on the wrist and risk dc never giving me anything ever again or uh do i break the 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 scoop but um i think i ended up breaking the scoop at the time and never it was never uh amounted to anything great as it did in my head but um yeah this was an interesting story it uh had some great ed McGuinness artwork jeff Loeb writing it uh yeah joe kitley doug Mankey, all involved uh it's just a um a a really interesting story that just goes crazy in all different directions
0: it looks like it it gets wild
2: Mm -hmm. yes (laughs)
0: <laughs> so, even from these pictures. So, when the Joker is accidentally given nigh-unlimited reality-shaping powers by Mr. Mixia Spitalik. Uh He reshapes the universe in his image, and it's up to the Earth, Earth's greatest and most confused heroes <laughs> to stop him before he destroys all of existence. So, it looks like Joker causes, like, the, the bizarro world with a square
2: planet and shit like that. <laughs> it just goes in all different directions. It is absolutely bonkers, and introduced some interesting characters that we had never like reimagined. Different characters with like blended versions of of uh, certain villains and certain characters, and uh, really went off in in some wild directions that uh, I guess Loeb and, and fellow writers just had so much fun with.
0: That's cool. I, I often wonder if if Q from Star Trek is based on Mister Spitalik. They kind of do the same thing. I don't know mm-hmm. if you ever saw Star Trek, but yeah, they kind of just come in to mess with the main character, and and it's uh <laughs> and is like a guy with uh, all
1: kinds of powers.
0: But yeah, this one looks wild.
1: Steve, have you seen the uh, Batman: Brave and the Bold tribute to this Emperor Joker? No they did, they did a whole episode of him kind of doing emperor Joker, except he gets his powers from uh Batbite instead of Mr. Mix's But like, cause it's, it's a Batman uh, series, yeah. but he, he's in the emperor Joker getup
2: nice. in the
1: episode. So, um, uh, I'll look that up while Andrew's going to give you the specific episode title.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if I have that title with me, man, but <laughs> I've no, 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 got...
1: no, I'm, I'm giving the episode title. Uh, Emperor... Oh, you uh, got it. Oh, okay. It okay. okay I, I got you. Yeah, yeah. Emperor Joker is the name of it for Batman, the brave and the bold.
0: And again, another comment from someone online. Why doesn't anybody talk? Why doesn't anyone talk about Emperor Joker? When I started reading Emperor Joker, I was expecting a simple Superman versus <laughs> the Joker story. I wasn't expecting it to be a phenomenal character piece for Superman. Why have I never seen anyone talk about this story? The back half of the story especially is an extremely compelling and thoughtful piece on what makes Superman Superman. But not just that, it's also a story that makes me enjoy the Joker as a villain. As someone who despises Joker, that's a remarkable achievement. (laughs) Why isn't the story talked about more? So you feel basically the same way, uh, Steve?
2: Yeah, well, that's we're just giving this person the what they want. We're talking about it more. It's uh... that's true.
0: That's true. (laughs) Shining so, a light yeah, on it. Exactly.
2: Giving it its spotlight. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, I, I like it when they get real wacky like this. And them saying that it's a great character piece for Superman, too, that's great. You yeah. know, sometimes not every run is going to have that. It doesn't need it necessarily, but I'm glad that it that
2: it seems to have that as well. Well, one of those things about why Mixius Pitalik is so such an enjoyable character for me is that because he tests, super, pushes Superman to his limits and he's got to think outside the box because... With Mixie, there is no box. It's, you know, right. it's it's just out there. And so Superman's got to be as clever as he can be. And not everything can be punched. Um, so it's, it's yeah, for me, um, this kind of story is right in my wheelhouse. And just, you know, the wackiness of the Joker is just completely bonkers. And then you give him Mixie's powers and then try to put him against Superman. is just like not a story you've ever really kind of thought about before.
0: That is awesome. Mm-hmm. Did you get the name of the episode,
1: Ben? Yeah, I I told him it was Emperor Joker.
0: Oh, is oh, I'm sorry. Yeah,
2: I don't know. They didn't uh, really go out of uh <laughs> too too extravagant with that I'm Just like we
1: might day. as well just go with this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're yeah. not going to come up with anything better. That's awesome.
0: All right, so moving on. All right, so the my uh number 3 is uh it's another one-shot. It's uh Superman Action Comics 792. Big City Little Man. Have you read this one, Steve?
2: Yes, yes. Uh, What do you think about this one? Yeah, and uh, the artwork by Mark Morales uh, and uh, Pasquale Perry. Uh, Yeah, um, I I remember reading this uh, series and and enjoying it, but uh, the specifics aren't coming to me right now. Remind me what the story was about.
0: Okay, so basically it's like... Well, I probably have a good, a better one right here than what I could say. Yeah. <laughs> Someone close to Clark is missing. What can Superman do? It's a different role for Superman who has to play detective or investigative journalist, whatever you mm-hmm. want to call it. There's a lot for Clark to do in this one, actually, not, and not, not just Superman. But he's getting to the bottom of a mystery. And essentially, the whole point of it is, I mean, I'm going to spoil a little bit of it here. So fast forward or stop listening if you care about spoilers. But this is a few years old at this point. Mm-hmm. But the whole point of it is like Superman is just as willing to save one person over saving thousands. Like sometimes he he focuses on just one person mm. and it's a person from Costa Rica, I think. And it's an accident that happened there. Some guy was missing or something like that. And he was. I think even Recovering the Body, I can't remember the exact specifics. I just read this last week, but yeah. um, it's something along those lines. But it, it's pretty good, and it, it's um, it's pretty much self-contained. You can get through it quickly. And, uh, yeah, have you ever read this one, uh, Ben?
1: Uh, I haven't. I do like the fact that it's Joe Kelly, because, you know, we're fans, of course of the uh, what's so funny about Truth, justice in the American mm-hmm. way. That's a classic that's yep. a classic story on that. But I've been meaning to check out his other stuff because of the fact that like you know that's such a good one, but he's sure to have had other gems, and this is one of those. It sounds like an interesting play with the dilemma that's similar to the uh, uh, the one that uh, Steve brought up in terms of Tom King's run of mm. the uh, you know, one person versus thousands type of thing. So yeah. it's interesting to see the. You know, the different things are going to themes are going to come up uh, in uh, different ways. And so here we have a similar theme, but I'm sure it's done very differently from one story to the next.
0: Yeah, there's like lines like, why does Superman care about this guy in, in Costa Rica or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. th- things like that. And you know, just again trying to talk about Superman's morality and code of mm-hmm. ethics, or, or or whatever. But, mm. but yeah, and then there's just a cool investigative journalist aspect to it, and I would love for them to have more of that with Man of Steel two or whatever movie they do next. It gives Clark something to do. I, that's the yeah. one of the one of my takeaways. I'm always thinking about how it should be used in movies, Steve. Yep. And it was one of my takeaways when reading this was, you know, Clark. Henry Clavel's Clark, I like him, but they never gave his Clark too much to do. So, uh, you know, this where are is those Superman- football games, Clark? Yeah, one of those football James. games. Good shot.
2: Yeah, Clark. Well, how did they bring him back? They killed him in the last one. So I <laughs> know. Uh, yeah, so but, uh, I'm I'm with you there. I, I like the stories about Clark Kent uh, and seeing what his role and how you know. I mean, it kind of brings back memories of the old 1950s Superman Adventures of Superman TV series with mm-hmm. George Reeves. It's all yeah. about Clark doing all the investigating, and then it's kind of Superman who comes into the end to save the day. But it's all about Clark and Lois and Jimmy and the, the Daily Planet crew investigating different things, and the Superman has to kind of be the savior at the end of it. So yeah, I always enjoyed the stories that kind of um, have Clark being the real character and and Superman being you know the savior at the end, or you know being kind of the bit part character.
0: I wouldn't mind Superman being the main, but I, I mean, it's just a matter of. You know don't make several movies with clark having almost nothing to do <laughs> you know it just seems yeah. like mm-hmm. you know i know there's a lot of cooks in the kitchen there but you know it's it would be nice for the next go around for uh for for clark to have a little bit more to do and lois and clark on the case getting the scoop mm-hmm. it just works perfectly and
2: um have you uh have yeah. you heard of that uh, idea out there of people saying it would there it would be wouldn't it be a good uh, movie if they had the FBI out to kill Clark Kent because of something that he wrote in, in, in his newspaper clip, not realizing that he's Superman. He's, <laughs> you know, and it'd be so it's all about...
1: <laughs> Yeah, I have
0: that heard that. Be, yeah. yeah,
1: they so, just uh, haven't really done a lot in general with the reporter stuff in no. terms of Clark as a reporter uh, on film. They've done a lot more in TV, uh, mm. of course, as you've mentioned. But like on film, it's definitely a missing component. Uh, not just with the Cavill one, but in, like the, I think every yeah, single yeah every single theatrical version uh that's been out there which is a shame because of the fact that it's you're missing one half of the entire equation uh on that yeah. there's a lot more to clark kent than you know what the popular perception is the christopher reeve version the sort of bumbling type but he can still be a capable really dedicated reporter not quite as good as lois but still good on that type of stuff and i think that's yeah. that's that's what's missing and we need that in the next version sure. yeah exactly
0: all right, so moving on from that. Oh, yeah, I have a little bit more. Some, oh, I already said that, yeah, moving on from that. This Somebody said online, this is one of my favorite Superman stories. I love this issue. Not only does it showcase Clark's skills as an investigative reporter, but it also demonstrates Superman's compassion and how much he values the sanctity of life. So, yeah, there you go you. on that. And moving on. So we've reached the halfway mark here, and we are going to the break. Explode When Defeated presents something really neat and full of meat.
1: Those children aren't going to protect themselves in a brand new podcast series about everyone's favorite giant reptile. Godzilla? No, we already did that one. Rodan? Nope, uh, we did that one too. Gorgo? Gamera. We're talking about gamer.
0: From turtles to medieval samurai golems on our new
1: series, Demolition Die. Only on the HyperX Podcast Network. Ellen, in 15 seconds, what is Nice Games Club? It's our Game Dev Podcast. Steven, help! Game mechanics, accessibility, art and animation, level design, and prototyping. Everything that goes into making video games. How's that, Mark? Nice. Listen to Nice Games Club wherever you get your podcasts. Or at nicegames.club.
0: Lord have mercy, y'all. Do you like hounds? Do you enjoy pooches? Do you find yourself enjoying time spent with that of canines? Talking about dogs,
1: y'all. As you might have heard... Support for Superhero Stuff You Should Know is brought to you by Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-waist grooming.
0: Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle.
1: Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you.
0: 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code Johnson's JOHNSONSBALLSACK Yes, that's back for our longtime listeners. Johnson's Ballsack at manscaped.com.
1: If my math is correct, you'll be serving 8 million balls.
0: That's right. Now listen up, everyone. If you want the Bruce Wayne lifestyle, the billionaire Playboy
1: lifestyle, then you've gotta shave. and we're not talking about your face. We're talking nose hair, armpit hair, pubic hair. When Bruce Wayne goes out with Silver St. Cloud, he doesn't have nose hair sticking out of his nostrils.
0: When he's working out in the cave, he doesn't have armpit hair sticking out under his sleeves.
1: And after he's gone down on Catwoman, because yes, that's canon, and she's going down on him, Bruce doesn't have a huge forest of pubic hair to get in her teeth. He manscapes.
0: And if you want to be like Bruce Wayne, then get manscaped through us.
1: I've personally been using Manscaped for years before they sent us these products for the podcast, and I know from experience that they're the ones I trust to reduce nicks and keep everything groomed down there.
0: Now the performance package
1: 4.0
0: by Manscaped has arrived, and oh man, is it a game
1: changer. Inside this package, you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, prop reviver toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold your goodies. First
0: off, the Lawn Mower 4.0. This trimmer is the future of grooming, and dare I say, the greatest ball trimmer
1: ever. Their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The Lawn Mower 4.0 is waterproof and also has a 400k LED spotlight if you need a more precise shave, or if you're shaving in the darkest pits of the Batcave. Because
0: this trimmer is waterproof, you can say goodbye to the mess on the bathroom floor.
1: You thought that was good, but want to take your grooming game even further to the next level? The Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker nose and ear hair trimmer. The Weed Whacker is also waterproof and provides proprietary
0: skin-safe technology, which helps reduce nicks, snags, and tugs
1: in those delicate nose holes. Their Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner will change the way you approach your hygiene routine. Trust me when I say fellas, your balls will thank you.
0: Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their Performance Package 4.0. The Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. Bring your comfort and boxers to another level.
1: It's time to take care of yourself, so go to manscaped.com.
0: And get 20% off and free shipping with the code Johnson's Ballsack.
1: That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use our code Johnson's Ballsack.
0: Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Okay, we're back. back, everybody. <laughs> Woo! All right. Number what we Number two for Steve. Going straight in. Oh, no, it's me. We're That's gonna, okay, sorry, my pick.
2: Cut <laughs> so, in line. <laughs> I, lost,
0: <laughs> I lost track. Okay, anyway, so Phantom Zone, man. Um, have you ever, ever read this one, uh,
2: Steve? No, this is uh, not one that I've picked up.
0: OK, this is uh, written by Steve Gerber, I think. Um, this is uh, so the spiel is uh, explore the history of Krypton and the origins of the Phantom Zone, Krypton's other dimensional prison. Uh, this one's kind of cool because um, it seems to kind of talk about the Phantom Zone and, and like should we use a Phantom Zone? It's like Krypton's government legislation. Mm. And it's about like, um, at least in the beginning, uh, like they're kind of discussing it is in terms of a uh, capital punishment in a way. I don't know. It, it felt like they were kind of hinting at that, which I thought was kind of cool. Um, so yeah, obviously people, other people online have, have liked this. I love the art. Michael Turner was a God. Oh, people love Michael Turner artwork. Mike, uh, I love Michael Turner artwork. Damn you bone cancer for taking away this guy. Uh, it would have been, it would have been really cool to see how he would draw the new 52 in rebirth. Mm. Uh so yeah, that one it was pretty cool I think. I didn't read honestly, let me be honest with the internet. I didn't read the whole thing. Oh, actually I think I did. Oh, I did read the whole thing. Yeah. I don't want to spoil the rest of the, the rest of it, but that's that's kind of how it starts. Ooh. That's
2: definitely so, sounds interesting.
0: Yeah, Phantom Zone. It looks like it's kind of our I for, forget how old it is, but it yeah, looks like it's one it, of our older like,
1: picks. It's uh Say here on the page. January. To me, it well, looks he... like the eighties.
0: Yeah, it looks like 80s. Yeah. Well, the DC logo
1: gives that away, but uh... yeah, Yeah. That bullet.
0: Yeah, it's uh Superman presents the Phantom Zone. The Phantom Zone yeah. for our for our Aural listeners, it's uh the Phantom Zone is the bigger text actually for this run. So yeah. Oh uh, yeah, a humane method of criminal confinement or a dimension without hope that's it's right on the cover so yeah <laughs> there you go very nice so yes yeah, another cool one where there's like deep themes once again but also of course superman action and and the panels where they're drawing the phantom zone It's essentially the, it's without color like you see here yeah. on the um on the front yeah. page so it's it's kind of fun in that way and um superman kind of making his way through the phantom zone in and in, in some scenes and things like that so yeah i don't want to spoil everything but it's cool it's pretty good when it's on dc infinite mm, all my all my cool. picks are yeah uh
1: so yeah i wonder how some of it might have come from the popularity of phantom zone since this is post superman 2 at this point this is like the 80s or so, it might so.
0: have been yeah Yeah, they give a whole run with just that name. So Mm -hmm. maybe there's some connection there. I'm not sure. So, yeah.
2: Very cool. Definitely have to look for that one.
0: Yeah, I like like this one. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Moving forward. So you're number two.
2: Mm -hmm. Superman, Lois, and Clark. So, uh, again, this is not that old. um, But this was the connection point between the new 52 and rebirth in where they brought back the uh, you know well if you want the john Byrne era superman clark kent and lois and um you know re- we kind of realized that he has been there all along but in the in the background hiding uh, not hiding but you know doing work in behind the scenes not coming to the forefront because new 52 earth had its own superman and um Lois and Clark are expecting a baby. She gives birth to Jonathan. And uh, so then eventually, with the way the New 52 ended, it kind of was like a melding of the two kind of Superman came together. And it's still very confusing as to how the world knows who is what and what is who. But um, <laughs> this was uh, Dan Jorgens again writing the Superman that fans was, you know, was beloved by fans through that era of the uh, John Byrne era. And um bring it into modern context so uh a well worthy read um it's uh definitely something that uh, if you're not aware of it's uh, a great read and um kind of makes you understand where things are at with the Superman that existed and the Superman that was part of the new 52 moving forward.
1: okay, I've read boys. this one yeah it's, it's, yeah yeah it's 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 pretty good. I think I feel like this is the main. One of the big inspirations for uh, the Superman and Lois show. Obviously, mm-hmm. they had to take away the, you know, the, the different continuities and him coming from a different world and, and all the stuff that would make it even more complicated. But, yeah. it, you know, them sort of being on the farm and raising a family, that type of stuff uh, is in here. You can definitely see the DNA uh, inspiring uh, the show, which is kind of just a combination of this plus a lot of the the 90s uh, death of Superman, John Byrne era type stuff.
2: So yeah, this was a, um, eight issue comic book limited series uh, first. I think the first issue was around, uh, mid 2015. Uh, so we're going back about seven years now when this mm-hmm. was first released, but, uh, yeah, it's got the post crisis marriage, Superman and Lois and, mm-hmm. uh, them having a child. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a really good read and, uh, ex- always see Dan Juergens involved in anything with Superman, you know, it's gonna be good. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty solid.
0: This uh, you think influences Superman and Lois in some ways?
2: Yeah, I think I agree with Ben in that there are definitely some um, similarities there. Uh, it's funny how for the, for the longest time, you know, fans were like, "No, Superman and Lois can't be together because you know she doesn't shouldn't know his secret identity." And then we we've come to a point now in Superman mythos where we we just know that they're together. That's you know, mm-hmm. they whether right. they're married or not, they you know we're happy with kind of we've come to that understanding. And then when the Superman Returns came out, and it was revealed that he had a son, kind of thing, everyone was like, "No, Superman can't have a son. He's not." And now we just come to the come to the point where we, would, yeah, we know he has, you know, he has a son. Or in the TV series, he has two sons. You know, it's just become part of what we understand to be part of the Superman law. So it's funny how we've progressed in what we allow and what we are happy to, um, you know, be part of this the story. Um, Superman having children now is neither here nor there for most people. It's just part of the of the progress of the character and uh it, you know here it's not something that's not it's new because we had imaginary stories and that in the silver age where you know lois was struggling with having a, a baby that had superpowers and um you know we had all these different uh, ideas of but they're always imaginary stories now we've come to the understanding that superman and lois married and they have a child or children and we move forward oh, i like
0: where we've come <laughs> I think that's a good good evolution. Actually, I almost forgot about Lois like never knowing back in the day because it's just mm-hmm. this is just so part and parcel to everything going on now in pretty much every iteration.
1: Yeah. I, I so. wonder how much of that comes from Superman fans just growing up, where they're just like Lois can't know oh, they can't be together, and then like later on, those fans who are now married, they're just like, mm-hmm. oh wait, you know, married married life for Superman, uh, I can relate to that, and then just like yeah. he can't have a son, and then they get kids, and then this type of run comes out or the Superman Lois and show comes out. They're like, Oh, you know what? This is perfect because it's where they're at in the timeline.
2: I agree. And I think that's probably a problem for the comic book industry in that we are a maturing, growing uh, uh, audience. Mm -hmm. We don't really have kids reading comic books anymore because they've got better things to throw their money at and get (laughs) more bang out of their buck with, you know, (laughs) video games. And they're so (laughs) just into their YouTube and TikTok and everything else that, Reading a book? No, who does that anymore? <laughs> Especially one with pictures in it. We got
0: the MCU for that, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> for comic books. I've <laughs> I've heard, heard that like they're it's like an all time low uh, for for comic book sales. Uh, even though comic book movies are more obviously more popular than they, than they've ever been. So, which it's you know it's good and sad at the same time
2: yeah i'm with
0: you so yeah superman lois and clark is an eight issue comic book limited series published by dc comics written by dan jurgens and art by lee weeks the series is notable for the reintroduction of the post-crisis superman and lois lane and dc continuity after dc erased the characters in the 2011 new 52 relaunch The series follows the life and adventures of Superman Clark Kent and his wife, Lois Lane, and their son, John Kent, as they face new challenges living in the New 52 universe. So, yeah. Check it out, everybody. Definitely. People, one guy said, I thought this was going to be a nostalgia wank, but it's (laughs) actually one of my favorite books that I'm currently pulling.
2: (laughs) (laughs) well <laughs> oh, he used wank and pulling in the same sentence <laughs>
0: <laughs> I feel true like that was deliberate this,
2: this guy's a genius
0: <laughs> that's why he responded exactly i was pessimistic and assumed it would only be good because of nostalgia is actually an incredible story and the somebody else said i
1: continuing the metaphor
0: <laughs> yes it's so it's the best superman book currently being published prior to rebirth these are all comments from six years ago but you know they're what we're talking about now so there you go so yeah all right so my number one pick is uh, superman man of tomorrow and uh by robert Venditti. Yeah.
1: vendidi
2: um this was
0: digital first was this ever in print form do you know steve Yes, I think
2: it was. I think it was finally collected in uh, print uh, editions. That collected, I think, three issues of the digital. So every every three digital chapters were then published in a print comic book. Okay.
0: Yeah, this is uh, to me, I chose this one for my number one because I don't know what it is. There's just some some comics are what I would just call an easy read. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that I mean that in a good way, like the way the way the person writes dialogue or something, there's just something about it. Even, I know I'm weird, but even like the placement of text affects how I read something. Mm -hmm. And not, I mean, of course the story was good too. It's number one, because all the elements fell into place for me for this one. And, uh, the first issue, as you see here, he's fighting parasite and, and not to spoil everything, but in the first issue, there's a scene where he's like, telling the people in Metropolis kind of how to act in an emergency, all all the power's going out. And it's, I don't know if they ask him, what do we do? But like, you know, people are panicking. He's He just like kind of gives them like the rundown. You need to be doing this. You need to be caring for one another. Ch- you know, check your neighbors if you haven't seen them in a while, if you never see them, things like that. It's a cool scene. I, I like that. I thought that was really cool. It's kind of feels like, superman the animated series i mean i don't know i don't know why i'm saying this just a little but a little bit more grown up just a little bit mm-hmm. it has a, like a similar kind of vibe to it i guess you could say it's I fun thought,
2: uh robert venditti has a really good hand on a uh, handle on writing superman i really enjoyed his run on this comic and uh yeah there were you know lots of people calling for him to be brought into the main as you know one of the main books uh, i think uh He's an awesome writer and really, as I said, has a great handle on how to write Superman and Clark Kent.
0: Yeah, so you have read this one? Yes. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, That people have said it has a rock-solid characterization with good fun action, nothing complicated. <laughs> this one might not actually be like... I don't remember there being any like super deep themes, I guess, but mm. I mean, they're always kind of there because of Superman, but I don't know, it's just a fun read. It's also, a, I think, another good one for... Maybe not your first ever Superman comic, but pretty
2: close to the beginning. It's a good beginner Superman comic, probably. It's also a really a good comic book if you've been kind of a bit put off by recent Superman stories or you're not really into you know where they're going in current continuity. You can pick this up and it's kind of has that old school feel about Superman. That's, you know, um, stories that you can read without having to understand any other continuity. You know, you just can't yeah. fits anywhere.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's what this person's saying as well. Um, this other person said, If y'all aren't reading the digital first Superman Man of Tomorrow on the Comicsology DC Comics app, you're seriously missing out. It's by Robert Venditti and Paul Pelletier. It's fantastic. I'm not going to read the rest, but, you know, people are loving it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Check it out, everybody.
2: Mm -hmm, this could be
1: why is this why he's on the superman 78 comic series you think steve
2: probably because of the the handle that he had on superman here and just he is just too good a writer not to keep involved Mm -hmm. in the character at some in some way shape or form so uh yeah what he did with superman 78 was also awesome so uh yes more power to him it's a good fun
0: little read you know it's it's great and we're coming to a close here, but we have your number one hidden gem.
2: Yeah. Uh, this one is an interesting one. Uh, you got Michael Turner and Joe Kelly um, writing a Superman where he's it, it's a, a completely different setting. He's been transported into Candor, the bottled city. Uh, he really doesn't know who he is. Or he doesn't really have any memory of uh, who he's supposed to be. And yet his personality traits continue to come to the fore, regardless of his amnesia. Um, and, uh, you get Superman on a motorbike, you get Superman in a relationship with a different person (laughs) in Kandor, uh, you know, his powers really aren't there. They start to kind of come to the, to the fore as the story goes on. But at the time, this was huge. This was selling out left, right, and center. The, the issues were, um, hard to find after a while. Um, it was, uh, in getting reprints, um, and, um, yeah. The the run in action comics was uh, was an adventures of Superman and Superman all three titles. Uh, this this was a, a pretty big story back in the day when uh, it was back 2004. These were coming out so uh, a, a, a definitely a hidden gem out there if you haven't haven't checked this one out.
0: It's a great name, Godfall. Yes, mm. <laughs> I mean, have you read this one, Ben?
1: No, I I haven't. The suit is interesting. So for the RO listeners yeah. we got like a, the red suit was like a silver shield and silver body and like black pants and like a silver belt type of thing. This is his Candor uniform I'm I'm assuming.
2: So. Yeah, that's right.
1: Gotcha. Okay.
0: Yeah, it's cool. It'd be cool to see this in live action in some way, but that wouldn't if they had, had you know, adapted it, they would need the the budget to go to Candor, I guess, but
1: also, you all know. the all the people who don't know what they're doing or don't know the story are just going to be like, "What did they do to the suit?" It's like, based yeah. off this comic. <laughs> Is
0: this uh, sure Elseworlds?
2: It. No, no, it sits within continuity because he was just transported into Candle with, and you know, okay, uh, there's, I don't want to spoil the, the how and why of it all, but um, I'm surprised that there weren't action figures of this oh. figure and with the bike and everything. Right. Because usually, when they come up with alternative designs, it's going to be marketed you know there's going to be a marketing plan down the track somewhere to come up with an action figure or a a statue or something but this one kind of slipped through the cracks at least
0: a gosh dang funko (laughs) my god (laughs) so yeah superman godfall was a 2000 story arc in the comics featuring superman uh and adventures through the bottle city of candor the story revolved around an amnesiac superman living with his wife lila in kandor the super the story updated kandor and gave superman a variant costume as well as introducing a new kryptonian villain prius the <laughs> most evil <laughs> car, the car came out. i knew those people were evil man <laughs> damn liberals so okay that's cool i assume this is prius here his
1: hybrid ass
2: Yep, that's him oh man
0: is <laughs> <laughs> michael turner a republican this is an amazing
1: this is interesting because he's got the s shield too oh mm-hmm. yeah
0: it's true he's a uh, house l i guess yeah and uh
2: yeah it was an interesting character at the time it was uh one of those characters as you know he, he was very um Solid in his way of thinking and was, you know, unrelenting and would not see um, Superman's way no matter what. You know, mm. couldn't couldn't come to an agreement and was just dead set against everything that Kal El stood for.
0: That's awesome. I'm gonna I'm gonna read them all.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm gonna read them all. These are great. Definitely. Isn't that the point?
0: Yes, <laughs> for sure. Injustice had the Godfall costume, by the way. Oh, there you uh- go. I don't know how familiar you are with the Injustice fighting game franchise, yes. but yes. this was like one of the first uh, DLC. I think okay. it was DLC anyway. It was a added costume. So, uh, yeah, it was cool. Um, that's actually probably where I first became familiar with Godfall, to be honest with you. There you go. Maybe a lot of people did. So, Yeah all right so i think that is gonna do it man um hold on let me click on this one thing here so dude thank you for joining us thank you this has been great we usually it's a lot of batman com uh uh, content for the most part on this channel but we do venture out we just did a doctor strange episode as well and things like that and um you know i love doing the superman episodes and it was cool to to have you on and Talk about hidden
2: gems because not many people do that, you know, I feel like. No, that's cool. I really appreciate you guys inviting me and having me on. Uh, it's been a pleasure having a chat with you guys. And uh, yeah, enjoy your show um, and uh, we'll continue to, to check out future episodes. Uh, you guys uh, do great stuff. So uh, thanks again for inviting me on. All right. Thank, thank you. you. All right. We'll see you later thanks guys and don't forget people out there make sure you check out supermanhomepage.com for all your daily news updates on everything surrounding the man of steel please check it out everybody any other socials before before you go well we do a live show uh that's uh done on monday night at seven thirty pacific time it's called superman Homepage live it goes for an hour myself and michael bailey my co-host chat about everything that's going on in the, in the world of Superman. Uh, we recently had Nicole Maines, who played uh, Dreamer ah. on mm-hmm. uh, Supergold TV series as a special guest on our show. She was fantastic. Uh, but yeah, we pretty much do a live show every Wednesday, every Monday night, 7.30 p.m. Pacific time. So check that out, supermanhomepage.com slash live.
0: That's great. I, I actually watch the show too. It's great. I like, There's just doesn't seem to be too many channels that focus just on Superman. And you cover comics and all the tv and you cover the movies of course and rumors and you debunk rumors too you're like Mm. us we you know if we smell a fishy rumor we're gonna call it out we're pretty skeptical about things so
2: it just surprises me how much people can imagine up some crap and then put it out (laughs) there as a rumor and and you're just like (laughs) seriously and people buy it and you go like come on have a like random
0: tweets become news somehow it's weird i mean we have random tweets on this episode just now but they were all opinions yeah there was we weren't reporting like a leak so it's a little bit different um so so yeah Uh, check it out i it'd be cool if there were other pages too like some pages that were just green lantern or just aquaman or something but maybe in the future but it's cool that yours is just superman and everything in that sphere so
2: cool yeah thank you
0: so check it out, everybody. And uh, yeah, we'll see you later on, Steve. Until Thanks, next God. time. Thanks,
2: Andrew. Thanks, Ben. Yep. Thanks, Steve.
0: See you. Yep. All right, man. So hold on. Let me click on that button again. It's usually uh, Ben that heads this part up, man. So <laughs> I have to get used to this shit. So want me to here we go. <laughs> I got it. So big thanks right. to Dan the man. Uh, you know, it's my second or third time working with him. I lose track at this point. But uh, yeah, he's the um, research assistant gathering all the visuals for the YouTube experience and also for, um, not just YouTube for, you know, kind of the whole thing kind of mm. helping out, uh, you know, bring the episode together uh, in preparations. So yeah and uh we have our comments so <laughs> first comment it's <laughs> for patrick not about us arana alan <laughs> i like peanut and the other cat
1: <laughs> keep up the, the good other work. cat
0: <laughs> oh the other cat man you tell say him his,
1: his name every single episode it's alfie pennyworth
0: i know <laughs> you do say his name every time <laughs> Oh Other man, guy. I thought that was funny. <laughs> yeah, I like peanut. That's great, man. That was on our Riddler episode. I guess it's not about us. Peanut about shows us. up. Yeah, what was that the <laughs> unmade version of the Riddler, uh, who was Lyle Heckendorf. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that was where that comment comes from. Next comment. Thank you for that comment, by the way. That's great. Next comment is from Cosmic Eight Starlight Cafe. I'll never get tired of Andrew's oral and aurally. <laughs> So, full disclosure: when I, whenever I host an episode, I just search for me in the comments to see if anybody said anything. Because <laughs> why not? I'm I don't host as much you don't as Ben. do
1: say yeah. So
0: it's not generally a whole lot, but you know I want to highlight them when I can. Sure. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> at any rate, thank you for the comment. But this again just comes from Kevin Smith. Like, I, you know. I, w- like I want to cite O'Donnell stuff. Yeah, just citing my sources, man. You know, I love podcasts. I love comic book podcasts and all the. You know, I listen to Kevin Smith podcasts. I've listened to, especially for you know before the pandemic, Hollywood Babylon. Mm-hmm. If you if you know that podcast, Kevin Smith and um Ralph Garman, that was weekly. It was all the time. Like it's barely there anymore because of COVID and shit. But anyway, it's how I got to know a lot of Kevin Smith's jokes outside of his humor. And uh, anyway, I'm going on a tangent, but 45 like year old,
1: 45 year old Chris O'Donnell. I feel like we've done that more than Kevin Smith has at this point.
0: Probably, probably that and aural and orally. like he always says it like I'm going to give you oral, like instead of oral. <laughs> you make it. Yeah,
1: <laughs> he makes it more sexual. He makes it a, a
0: more sexual because he's, you know, he's Kevin Smith. That's what he does. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Thank you. Cosmic eight starlight cafe. <laughs> All right, so the next, the last one is from Braxton Wages. Uh, He says, I agree. The first Doctor Strange movie was great. I don't understand why it is so underrated. It was perfect, just like the comics with a dash of those crazy psychedelic effects. And the origin is part of the tradition of heroic storytelling with the asshole who gets hurt and has to be a better person. That was on our unmade Dr. Strange script episode. So thank you, Braxton Wages. That's awesome.
1: Thank you, Braxton. And we agree, of course.
0: We agree, yes. I think uh, you're preaching to the choir on that one. And uh, before we go to our uh, Patreon thank yous and all that, we do have just one more word from our sponsor, one of our sponsors.
1: Make room for huge plays with the HyperX Alloy Origin 65 mechanical gaming keyboard and the Pulsefire Haste wireless mouse.
0: The Alloy Origin 65 has a functionally compact form factor, keeping the arrow keys without the number pad and function keys.
1: The Pulsefire Haste is the lightest wireless mouse from HyperX, featuring a robust connection, up to 100 hours of battery life, and is even water resistant.
0: The Alloy Origin 65 and Pulsefire haste wireless
1: keep your setup clean and clutter free with the alloy origin 65 mechanical keyboard and the Pulsefire haste wireless
0: all righty so Mm -hmm. getting back into it we uh have our patriones as Zach always said uh so please check out the full list on the visual and I'll just say a few on the aural. So uh, thanks again to uh, Pete B, Halsey C, Maurice D, Jonathan, Noel, Robert H.R.D., Decade W, um, Decade <laughs> VV, um, Josh M, and Benjamin V, and our other supporters also on the list there up on the board. So, yeah, moving on from that one. Uh we got. We want you to uh, check out our uh, Patreon, which is patreoncom pod. The Shasta Army is our one dollar tier, and uh, we have our five dollars tier. Oh, well, the Shasta Army gives you the shout out, gets you on the board, and then the five dollars tier is uh, a whole other show. The rubber meets the road, really, in this uh, at this tier, basically. So, mm-hmm. this show is every Monday. You get a whole other show every Friday, weekly. Cancel anytime pay five bucks, bend it if you want, you know, do whatever you want. Uh, but yeah, that's our $5 tier. So it gets you also the $1 tier. And then we also have the monthly meetup, which is our $10 tier. And uh, that gives you the $1 and $5 tier benefits. But also you can join us in kind of a Zoom-like call. And we have a topic at hand and we just kind of basically we have a topic, but also shoot the shit with with, with uh, fans and listeners um on a call basically on a on a on a like a facetime type of call so uh yeah join uh join us there if you so desire and uh check out our merch uh go to hold on let me check out the notes here it's hard to do all this at once ben um, um <laughs> god damn so um yeah all right so superhero stuff pod and uh what was the other one superhousepod.redbubble.com yep. so ben man indeed wizard and zacula mug shirt shower curtains artwork by steph santa cruz also send us uh some audio clips if you so desire to superhouse podcast at gmail.com yep
1: and we got zach uh, on the next slide uh as we well for those who oh, those who yeah. miss zach and want to get some zacula items to uh fill that Zach hole in your hearts we have <laughs> I <laughs> want Zach hole
0: to come back man but you know <laughs> don't, I don't I have to be honest with the audience I don't know when he's coming back <laughs> he's give us about
1: 18 years
0: <laughs> he's, yeah he's a father now we don't know how long paternal leave is at this at this company so um, <laughs> I did quotes by the way we're not a real company um yet anyway uh, so anyway <laughs> Yeah, he's uh if this is your first episode, he was a he's a co-host that is on basically paternal leave. He he and his wife just had a kid. So mm-hmm. so there's that Um there he is in uh, Dracula form. Yeah. Uh So, yeah, I'm Thunderwolf Drew on Instagram and Twitter. Thunderwolf lives on YouTube and I'm Thunderwolf Drew. My website is ThunderwolfDrew.com I has my whole portfolio in one place pretty much. And except for Amanorecon.com, that is A-M-A-N-O-R-E-C-O-N.com. This poster right here is from Zach himself. He did some awesome original art. Basically, this is um, an original idea that is heavily influenced from Power Rangers and Stranger Things and X-Files. All right. We have shot a campaign video. The campaign video is for the Indiegogo campaign to get funds for a bigger idea uh it's on the way things still happening i know i've been talking about forever 17 second trailer or teaser is on amanorecon.com and on youtube if you want to search for it uh of course but yeah that's it uh ben
1: shout out to Comic capital on instagram as well as the everything entertainment club on clubhouse we will show you our social media handles so you can follow us on twitter <laughs> at super pod next is instagram at superhero stuff pod uh, next is TikTok at superhero stuff pod. After that is Vero at superhero stuff pod. After where that we be shout
0: ben- at Snyder yes. all the time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right.
1: Uh, yes. Uh, next is uh, my website is benwanwriter where you can read as you can see in the next slide the Oops, uh, my sorry. script for Gotham, Gotham <laughs> Vampire, where young Bruce faces off against the Mad Monk, as well as my spec script for Elementary called The Death of Sherlock Holmes, a modern update. On the classic story, The Adventure of the Dying Detective, and probably my final one, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Disneyland, my curb episode they could ne- never make where Larry David goes to Disneyland. So uh, <laughs> after that, my YouTube channel is in the description below where you can check out Doctor Who, uh, which is the Ronin of Time, an audio drama I write, narrate, and edit. Cosmic 8, Starlight Cafe actually left a great comment for me. I did not know that that user was uh, a big 8th Doctor fan, but... Uh, oh, nice. That user enjoyed uh, the audio, left a very thoughtful comment and stuff. So you can check out the thumbnail on the next slide as uh, uh-huh. Dan has put together of the Eighth Doctor with Miyamoto Musashi in front of there. After that is my personal Instagram, Ben Juan Ryder. And my cat's Instagram, for those who prefer to. <laughs> <laughs> refer to the, his other name. <laughs> the other cat. The other cat is Alfie Pennyworth Cat, is his handle on Instagram. You can follow him there. And if you have an Alfie or a peanut or an other cat, <laughs> then. Oh, you man, can I get don't. the whisker box the only cat box for the crazy cat lady and gent so real
0: quick that. i want to say i always forget this peanut and our other cats that you never see do have an instagram house of floofness oh yeah they're what? not my wife handles that mostly well 100 percent. i don't really have anything to do with that but you can see them on there <laughs> peanuts on there yes. um house of floofness anyway continue yes. ben house
1: house of floofness and alfie are friends on Instagram. Yes, yes, know, to yes. Be, be friends in real life. I have recently tried to get Alfie to de- to befriend a corgi, uh, but uh, <laughs> no, that just did no, not. That's work. not so, happening. Yeah, that didn't. That oh didn't man. Work. So anyway, if you also have an, a house of fluffiness yourself, then you can get the Whisker Box. You can use our promo link. But if you don't have a cat, you have a dog instead. That's cool too. You can get the Bark Box. You all give your dog exactly what they want with the Bark Box promo link that you can get from our website at superhero stuff pod. com slash shop, and with that link you can get $35 off free for the first month of BarkBox. You can also get all sorts of other shit at superhero stuff com slash shop in terms of eBay stuff, Amazon affiliate links to different uh, Batman or Flash or Wonder Woman or any other types of merchandise that are there. I realize we don't have any Superman stuff. Whoops. Uh, that's on there, but oh, we got well.
0: Superman versus the Elite, I think. Oh yeah, that's oh, yeah, it's in the middle there. It's there right. Amazon link yeah. there.
1: <laughs> so yeah, you can get the Superman versus the Elite movie uh, on there. Off our one Amazon of the best affiliate, yes, definitely. I think our our basically our favorite Superman animated movie on there. So it's
0: yeah, that. I mean, I guess it would have to be man. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
1: So check you know. that out, superhero superherostuffpod.com/slash/shop, and also Manscaped. Yes, Woo! Heard our very long read through in the middle there, but in case you skipped it. Too bad, because we, we got it. You. Get 20, got to now. Get 20% off. Plus free shipping using the promo code Johnson's Ballsacks so that we can help you can help us serve eight million balls personally and orally.
0: If you've bought Superman underoos <laughs> and you don't want your bush <laughs> shining through. You want to be as freshly shorn as Henry Cavill? Actually, he's kind of hairy.
1: <laughs> he's kind of hairy, actually. Maybe, but anyway, uh,
0: bad example. Tyler Hoechlin, I guess. Tyler, he's, he's he's still, he's also he's also bristly, ain't he? He's
1: bristly in the face. Yeah, yeah I guess the, he is.
0: Those guys need manscaped. Let's put it that way. <laughs> you're so, Superman,
1: you need a manscape. The Kryptonian. If you're like
0: them and need manscaped, see, we're going to flip it on you <laughs> for a Superman episode. <laughs> so, so yeah, check it out. Uh, use our code johnson's ballsack at <laughs> at checkout <laughs> oh man
2: bruce wayne
1: uses manscaped clark kent needs manscaped because nothing works that keeps breaking on him
0: oh man johnson is an old friend that was a co-host by the way this is a this is the namesake of the thing <laughs> and he's on some old episodes way way back and he was terrible on the podcast like he, he wouldn't even barely <laughs> talk it was like, this is when we're trying to figure out how to do a podcast, like even more than now. And <laughs> yeah, it was, <laughs> he's a great guy, but he wasn't made for podcasting. Let's put it that way. He was made for Johnson's ball coats, <laughs> <So, laughs>
1: It'll um, make your Johnson look bigger anyway.
0: Yeah. Make your, make your Johnson look bigger. <laughs> This is gonna be longer than our actual read. Make your Johnson at least look bigger by shaving the hair. You ever seen porn, and the fucking porn star never has a fucking, never doesn't have hair that down there that much. They're, they're...
1: All right. Anyway, you get Man the kid. idea. Yeah. The Superman so, kid fans have already checked out at this point. I think we're good.
0: We <laughs> marked this show as explicit anyway, so if you're a kid watching this, made it this far. Good job. You made it past whatever your parents said. Yes. But anyway, it's more of a Batman line, but we want you to do
1: us a favor. We want you to tell all your friends about us. Krypton! Indeed! You're listening to the Geekscape Network.